This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 13th Sunday of the year, the 26th of June. I began last week by describing one of the things that we talk about in marriage preparation. This week I would begin by describing the end of that preparation process when, as I often do in the course of any year, stand here at the altar at the end of a marriage ceremony and watch a newlywed couple walking arm and arm down the aisle as they leave the church to begin married life together. The one thing they never ever do is look back, either at me or at their parents and family who are following behind them. This isn't because they're ungrateful or that they've forgotten about them, but there is a new determination, a vocation beginning, which motivates them to go only forwards and to not look back. They have a new purpose and new vision, and they're not going to be deflected from this new course on which they are set. It is a symbol of the life of commitment that marriage and any vocation brings with it. It's a very optimistic sight, and it's a symbol too of the way we live the Christian life. One of the great temptations in our postmodern culture is to see the person of Jesus as one intriguing offer among many in the panorama of religious options, one fascinating teacher among many. We all like choices nowadays. We go to the supermarket and there's all those choices of breakfast cereals and the choices of salad dressings and so on. And on the religious shelf, there are all these different choices too. There's Jesus, who seems good and interesting, but one or two other people also seem quite good too. However, at the heart of the Gospel is the claim that Jesus is everything, that he is the be-all and the end-all, the one for whom a totalising decision has to be made. Now, this isn't a popular view because it sounds arrogant, unecumenical, even intolerant of other religions, but it's unavoidable. Jesus himself says, either you're with me or you're against me. The point is we can't be indifferent to him. Either we give him our whole life or we reject him. From this comes the theme in the Christian life of what has been called detachment, being indifferent to everything and anything else that would divert us from him. How does it work in reality? Well, the readings of the Mass today seem to say, don't look back. There is Elijah in the first reading sent by God to Mount Horeb who gets Elisha to follow him. In the Gospel, St Luke tells us of three different men who have it in their mind to follow Jesus and three different attitudes. The first couldn't have been better disposed, eager, generous, willing to follow our Lord whenever he was going. In this case, Jerusalem for the last time. The second would-be disciple is called directly, follow me. He welcomes the idea, but he hesitates. He thinks that there might be a better offer, and so he holds back. He doesn't see that when God calls, it's always the best moment, and there's never going to be a better offer. Procrastination, delay, conditions are not part of God's plan for us. St Luke mentions a third disciple who wants to turn back, who for whatever reason lacks courage and conviction. This is when our Lord delivers that rather stinging rebuke. 
once the hand is laid on the plough, no one looks back, is fit for the kingdom of God. At the time of our Lord in Palestine, the plough was a rather difficult implement to work, especially in the hard soil of the fields around the Sea of Galilee. Having gripped the handle of the plough, there was no way of looking back without keeling over. So the ploughman has a fixed point towards which he directs his plough. St Athanasius says, looking back is a sign of our having regrets and indicates the reawakening of our longings for the things of the world. There is a great fear of commitment and faithfulness in our world today. There's a great inability to live fidelity. And unfaithfulness in life always brings with it unhappiness. This is because we've been made for faithfulness. We've been made for virtue and for fulfilment in relationships. But the first relationship where we discover this is in friendship with God. Each of us is defined by our vocation, by what we are and what we do. Every human being is and has in himself what God created him for. We've all received a vocation, a basic call to know God and find him and find in him the source of life. And we're invited into intimacy with God, to a personal relationship expressed in prayer. Faithfulness to our particular vocation means responding to those successive calls that God makes throughout our life. It's a kind of daily yes. As St Peter says, make God's choice and call of you a daily reality. And God doesn't change his mind, even if we do, when he calls us to do something. In the end, we know that there is only one model of fidelity, and that is of Jesus Christ and of his fidelity to us. St Teresa of Avila writes, He who never stops walking on and presses forward all the time may reach his goal late, but gets there just the same. Giving up prayer seems to me exactly the same as losing your way and getting lost. Without God, our lives would be like a machine that's breaking down, going badly off balance and grinding to a halt. Because prayer gives us that intimate and lasting relationship that we need with the God who loves us. And one of the titles we give to our Blessed Lady in her litany is precisely Virgin Most Faithful. We ask her to help us to not look back, to keep us in fidelity to what we have promised and to keep us looking forward. Let us pray. O God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of light, grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. Through Christ, Lord. Amen.